You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James and uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people about what's really going on in this world. Conscientization 101. A lot of these people right now in this conscious, local conscious movement, they're not actually living in that, in that lifestyle. Fakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're on the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based. Globally conscientizing. What's making me proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that, you know, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, um, you, you leave that, you leave listening to our music with a feeling. The same way we're going to leave this conversation with a feeling. And um, that is the most important thing you know, for, for I and I, the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with. Because you might not remember every lyric, but you're going to remember the feeling. So um, that's, 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 that's really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing, doing, doing. Spitting like keys of a thousand rounds If you don't get lost then you won't get found Gathering pennies till I made them pounds Old school murk is new and improved Swift and strong so how can I lose Got cut, got bruised and I'm still on my Got dropped, got screwed and I'm still on the move Gotta keep it going cause I can't stop now, no Up on the hillside, not on the down slope The puzzle got scattered on the journey I saw a birdie, a worm cause it's early She crossed the legs like I got the lurgies Now I'm left here picking up From a distant part of my memory I blow weed so my lungs stay green And my mind stay free and open I plant seeds and I watch them breathe Till I see big leaves that the breeze stay blowing Still get sidetracked but I stay knowing Yeah, you know what I'm talking about It's that boy Mercury Oh, you want fam, baby <laughs> Man, that was some tight shit <laughs> Man, the boys from you fam be doing it, huh? Know what I'm talking about? Y'all, y'all feel that? Man, these boys know how to chop it up, baby. That's my brothers right there, you feel me? Like this. To my editor voice, man. Mercury, all you and fam, we about to get into this show right now.
All right, welcome to another episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast. And as you can probably guess, today we will be featuring excerpts from a dialogue we did with our brother from RU1Fam, Mercury Tahuti, the moon child. Yes, yes. You know, are you a fan, man? They're like Voltron, man. They're like five lions. And when you get them together, they make Voltron. You got Mercury, Y2C87, Magical, Iraz Danger Dan, and Hunter Pro. You got lions, lions. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And I definitely want to give a shout out to my boy Mercury. When we did this dialogue, it was like depressingly cold the day we did the interview with our brother. It was cold, so cold. I see why you gotta smoke you a Rizzler. You know what I'm talking about? That shit was cold. That black folks should not be in that type of weather. What he called, black, Mercury told us, the, we call it chapping over there. That shit was chapping. Okay. Thank you, Mercury. Um, but we want to shout out to all them brothers. You know what I'm saying? And Magical and Hunter Pro, we ain't forgot about y'all. You know how things get busy. We want to have all y'all back on the show. We want to talk to y'all because Magic, you got to work your magic. And Hunter Pro, you got to be the hunter because you're the pro. Don't you know, don't you know? But uh, anyway, we're going to be talking with our brother, Mercury, the hoodie, the moon child today. We playing excerpts. And check it out. One of the hardest things about this show, one of the hardest things about this show is the edit for the excerpts because they dropping so many jewels on you. You know what I'm saying? But it's excerpts because see, hey, man, look, check it. We produce it, you know, and then you pick it up. You know, you support us and we keep it going, keep it moving. But yo, man, that's why we gonna talk more about that, about the unabridged interviews. Cause like I said, these are just excerpts. These are just excerpts, okay? Gotta get the unabridged interview. But we gonna talk more about that at the end of the show, how you can get those, this unabridged interview. But we gonna get into these excerpts and we gonna take it away right now. Cause I got a little mashup, little, little DJ and thing I did with some of the work of my brother, Mercury from All You Want Fam. So we, what we gonna do, we gonna get into this DJing thing that I produced, and then we gonna go straight into the interview. So let's do that right about now. I'm a student and a lover of hip hop. Boom bap slivers that rip rock. It teach you. Simple. It makes a ram slice like a kinsu. So watch your mouth and your chin too. If you don't deliver it right. Or if you just deliver the hype. Who do you rap for? I rap for the seeds, those that came before. The ones they don't like, the ones that they ignore. Are your levels high? Yeah, my levels high. If you're high, put your ones up to the sky. What we trying to do? We trying to make the devil die. What we trying to do? We trying to make the devil die. Are your levels high? Yeah, my levels high. If you're high, put your ones up to the sky. What we trying to do? We trying to make the devil die. I won't let him take me under. Are you one? Bring the flames and the thunder. Burn down the monster. Lighting with a one touch. It's over now. Funds up. We move as one blood. Make him bathe in lava. Somebody told me that the devil wears Prada. He's scared because he knows he's gonna die harder. He's sweating and I hear no more laughter. He's naive and he thinks he's smarter. Hold your peace, especially in the dark spots. No police. The time now is quarter past three in the AM. He loves this hour, so that's when I slay him. Defeat evil. Let's unify and grow as a people. If you bring more fire, it be lethal. It stops here, so there won't be a sequel. Am I clear? Are your levels high? Yeah, my levels high. If you're high, put your ones up to the sky. Put your ones up to the sky. Die. What we trying to do? <laughs>
Ace in the trap, got the rats racing So they backstab and talk bad and love hating Me, I just mind my business while I'm on the pavement I'm comfortable, not content, still I feel amazing Yeah, I got the motivation, but I lack patience At times I can't hide my feelings, it's that blatant A close friend said, start meditating She gave me peace of mind, I felt elevated Sometimes I wanna hit myself for waiting Lost gazing Procrastinating, I fought so far ahead and went back to basics. I paint paintings, no captions, still captivating. I remember being royal, you remember slave ships. Some people got no drive, so they don't wanna see you make it. Their definition of success is being famous. Um, we wanted to start off by pretty much getting to know who you, you know, getting our audience to know who you are and all that good stuff. So, you know, we talked to you in a previous interview we had with you and Are You One Fam, and you mentioned that your parents were from got from Gambia and Grenada. And I know on the track, Little Man, with on the album with you, Are You One Fam and Logic, you say, you know, that you moved to Africa in 96 And then you had to move back to Britain in 99. So like moving back and forth, you know, basically we just wanted to know like having two parents, one from the diaspora, one from the continent, and then kind of like having to, you know, make those kind of adjustments young like that. Like how did that influence like, you know, who you are and and growing up and how that kind of infused into your music and all that? Um, Well... I say my dad wasn't in most of my life, you know, most of my childhood. We'd see him, you know, every other week and whatnot. But mostly, you know, mom was mom was playing that role. And um, she done well. She done really good at it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we did first go to, I think it was Sierra Leone, because my mom's Gambian and Sierra Leone. Her dad's from Sierra Leone. Her mom's from Gambia. My dad's um, fully Grenadian. So, um yeah, we were. We must have been about four or five, me and my brother, when we first went to Ceylon. So that we didn't fully remember. I got a few memories, but that's about it. Now, um, yeah, when we were ten, when I was ten, now when we moved over there, mainly for schooling and just to kind of get our heads right. Like the schooling, um, education system over there is like much more ahead than you know the system over here. So uh, my mom wanted to definitely, you know, get get our heads right education wise. Um, yeah, but I mean, moving back, crazy moving back. Um, <laughs> straight into secondary school. Like I started in the middle of year nine. From here, secondary school is from seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then from year seven to 12. So I um, yeah, came back starting in year nine. I mean, I more or less had the same friends in my local area. Some of them had left, you know, some of them were stood about. But anyhow, just the whole getting back or used to the whole workings of London was a bit, um, I wouldn't say alien or hard, but it took a little, a little... Justin, it took a little bit. However, music, uh, wow, I can't even really put that into words. Um, <laughs> funny enough, my first, uh, the first lyrics I wrote weren't even in English. It was, it was while I was in Gambia, by the way. It was, um, I must have been about 11, 12, and it was in a language over there called Wolof. Wolof yeah, is like Wolof, the main language of mm-hmm. all the other tribes in the country and whatnot, so it'd be. Wolof in English. Everyone in the country more or less knew how to speak Wolof in English. So funny enough, my first few lyrics were in um, Wolof. Uh, I did come back over here. and You, you guys know about the grime scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we yeah. learned about that. We slowly learned about, we slowly it. about <laughs> it. Over five years ago, we started yeah. learning about the grime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I, was, I was always into grime. I was always into hip-hop and rap, but I actually started rapping before the grime thing. I more, more or less got more into the grime thing because like, most of my friends were. Not a lot of them were rapping and stuff. And I had no problems doing it by myself, but I wasn't taking it that serious yet. Mind you, I was still young. So um, we were doing the grime thing. And that, I mean, at that stage, grime was built off a lot of um, energy, like a lot of energy and just hype. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you guys should check out some of the old school um, sets. We call them sets, like, uh, you know, two DJs, maybe one DJ, four to maybe 20 MCs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of hype, just the world, you know, a lot of mad, crazy lyrics, but it was all fun and whatnot. It went till later when um, some of us had, you know, lost, you know, lost the love for it. Some, some guys had, some guys went into uni, so we kind of did split up and break up. 
Watusi was a part of the crew too. Um, we were just always local, close from, from there anyway. So we kept on doing our thing. But naturally, when we broke away from like this, doing the sets and the ground scene and whatnot, a few friends fell out. Me and Watusi were always like still on it. But funny enough, we started rapping more. Uh, you know, because obviously everyone went into it. So me and him were more, more like the rapper slash MCs, if you know, if you say. So um, yeah, we started doing that, linked up with um, Magical through a friend in college. And then, you know, things just built up, built up. But it was still a bit, I still found it, no, I wouldn't say hard, but, you know, like, for example, year nine, ten, I was still like a, what you'd call a freshie. I don't know if you don't know what that is, like a fresh, you don't say like a fresh, and I just come from Africa, basically. <laughs> so I didn't get bullied. Or nothing like they didn't make fun of me and whatnot, you know, this and that, shoes, socks, yeah, pick your hair, whatever. But, but um, other than that, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't much of a difference. And to, to, to tell the truth, after like a good year, it, just, it felt like it didn't really even go anywhere. You know, I learned, you know, the system, how things work, you know, transport and all that. Transport was one of the biggest one of my biggest um, problems when I, when I came back, I got mm-hmm. lost a few times going to school. Mm-hmm. So that was <laughs> that was a bit crazy still, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I was curious how you, um, you know, this is along the same line, how, how did you uh, come up with the name uh, Mercury and also your AKA Dahoody, you know, the moon child. I'm just curious about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, uh, okay, every day, every day going to School, there'd be these free newspapers either at the train station or in any local stand or whatever. I always used to be into like, uh, you know, horoscopes and solar biology and star signs and all that. Mm-hmm. So I would always, I would always see uh, Mercury in my, in my start. For whatever reason, I always see it, always see it. And I always did like, funny enough, I always did like that name. I had, um, when we were younger, my mum got me a pair of trainers that actually were called Mercury. I don't know if you lot got those sneaks, so I had them like years ago. There were sneaks called Mercury. You, you may and know about those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of, I guess that kind of did always stick in my mind somewhere, somehow. But anyhow, yeah, Mercury kept kept always popping up on my um on my uh, you know my horoscope. But funny enough, I was Merc when I was in the doing the grime thing. It was in a crew called the crew was called Infamous Links, by the way. So when I was with them, funny enough, I used to go by Merc, and then I kind of extended it to Mercury um, and then started finding out more I went a bit deeper I met um, my friend I'm here with now I met his dad um, I think we told you about the band African Revolution yes remember? sir yes yeah. sir yeah um, you know my elder um, now is a she but he's more definitely grassroots you know into the roots whether it be music also you know African diaspora all of that so mm-hmm. he then obviously started I would say mentoring not even like you know I'm your mentor yada yada but just naturally he became like an elder I've never had We've never had that kind of elder around us, you know. Fair enough, we had uncles, you know, yeah, yeah, but they weren't around, like, you know, that are fully, like, into it, put their heart and soul into, you know, mm-hmm. good works, good music, and just bringing up of our people. So, started going back, and he, he was, he told, he, I, I mentioned Mercury, he goes to me something about Jehuti, and he goes, yeah, like, look it up. So, I looked it up, obviously. Yep, yep. I've done my research, so it was, um, you know, was Mercury, um, is that Greek? Is that a Greek or that? That's Roman. Or it's Roman. Roman. That's Roman. Roman. Yeah, so it was Mercury, Hermes, right? And then yep. Jehuti, like, it a few times when they had uh, evaded, invaded uh, Egypt and whatnot. So I, mem- I went back, back, and then done more research and studied how um, Tehuti slash Jehuti, because there's a few yes. others, but Tehuti, yep. the main names, uh, was more like um, to do with, uh, you know, scribing, yes. you know, words, yes. and music, and started to all come together and make sense. I was kind of like, yeah, maybe I, maybe I did pick, you know, the right name. But um, Mercury, a.k.a. Jehuti, same thing, but I like to give, you know, I like to, I like for people to see Mercury, Jehuti, I mean, oh, maybe, oh, what's that? You know, maybe do their research on that so they can get mm-hmm. a bit standing, like, you know, like how I did. So that's that's how that came about. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. That was a thoughtful pick. Yeah. Am I talking <laughs> Sometimes I ramble on. Am I talking No. Uh-uh. No, man. You, you, you heard how I talk. <laughs> I'm lightning, brother. Shit. No, but... No, but I like that because, like, it's funny because when I found out, like, your uh, Mercury, your other uh, half of your name was Dahoody, 
And it's funny, going, and we're going into the, look at the transition. I'm transitioning into the next question, right? Yeah. But see the transition, see the gains, okay? But uh, mm-hmm. no, the thing about it is, I'd, um, I'd start reading, I would, I've been reading a lot of Ayikwe Arma, and um, I had just, this book called The Resolutionaries, and I had just learned what the name Jehudi meant, and it was, yeah. it's kind of funny how the ancestors work. I'm not going to get all, you know, I'm just saying how it worked now. Go for it, go for it. Yeah. And the next thing you the next thing you know, the next thing you know, I mean this brother and his name, I'm just thinking, yo, Mercury, talk to the, you know, you know, and all that stuff. You know, are you went, bam, baby. He had that light skin thing, girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> off, off them stories. Uh, but uh-huh. next thing you know, he said his name was Jehudi, and I had just finished the resolutionaries. Uh-huh. I had just finished yeah. the resolution. I was like, that's describing it. We need to. I was like, golly, man, what see. I need to take it easy. But anyway, <laughs> but going into my next question, the, um, I want to, re- again, Resolutionaries of Yikwe Ma, the, the one of the protect... The prote- I need to look that up. Um, yeah, I need to look that up. Thanks for that. For that I need to look that up. I'm going I'm I'm to do some reading up on that. No problem. I'll yeah. send you... We'll send you to you. No worries. We'll send you the information. Uh-huh. Okay? Please. But uh, 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 no problem. The, pro- the protagonist is assisted by the name of Nefret. And is talking to a character named Jehui. Oh, is that a coincidence? I think hey. not. And uh, he drops some profound knowledge on his sister, Nefret. Get the name, Nefret. Oh, look that up. I'm going to go ahead and read a quote because this sounds like something certain man would say this on the phone. He said, this is the quote. You've made <laughs> things so clear to me. Why don't you speak the same way to others? He smiled. This is Jehudi. Jehudi smiled. Maybe it's Mercury smiling. Ooh, yes. He smiled. A life path isn't something to talk to everyone about. It's for friends headed the same way. Companions. I'd only annoy people going in the opposite way, conversing Mm. with them. And I read that. Mm. That's how I'm like, I told you earlier, you're like, man, I'm, you know, a little old. We like, yo, we a little older. You like a brother and stuff like that. And it's like, I... That's why I feel your spirit, you know what I'm saying? In the sense, like, in your track out there. I'm telling you, that's like, that's how I felt when I was in my late 20s, man. I felt out there. You drop several lines where you basically talk about the, the same thing on my talk about, and you, regardless, of, you basically talk about holding the line regardless of what other people do or find important. For example, I have to read this, listen to audience. He says, this is the rhymes in the track out there. I remember being royal. Mm-hmm. You remember slave ships. You put your trust in certain people and they betray you. It's happened to us. And, and, and you also say, and some mm-hmm. people got no drive. So they don't want mm-hmm. to see you make it. Their definition of success is being famous. That's from Mercury Dehudi, the Moonchild said that, similar to what Omar said. So I want to say, would you say that the out there track was produced, that you produced, wrote, uh, that you wrote and produced and stuff, based on, is based on that same type of sentiments? Because I'm feeling that vibe, like, you know, because I've talked to people like, man, we was doing this, we can have sovereignty, we can do this, and we can get along, we can do this, we look. Uh, all I know is niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, and nothing. you learn that <laughs> you, quick. You want, you want that black shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead, tell us about more about that track, brother. I'm sorry. I'm not, no worries. Um, no worries. Uh... I mean, I, I, I definitely didn't have that in mind since I um, ain't got much knowledge of, you know, of um, the reference and the quotes that you, um, you just let me know. But it's funny how, you know, how these things just link or connect somehow. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Whether it's me knowing uh, blindly or unintentionally, you know what I'm saying? Unintentionally or what? Either way, somehow it links and connects. And even when I read that yesterday, last night, I was like, that's fine. I had to go back to the song that I was fine. I was like, you know what? That's a bit of a mad one. Because even the guy that shot it for me, Chiba Vigilance, he was like, yeah. you know what? Really like this, really like this song, really like the shack, it's really like introspective, this, that, and the third. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's still, it's still kind of blowing my mind. I don't even know how to answer that one there, but it's definitely a link. I mean, it's definitely something out there definitely working, you know, be the ancestors or, you know, it's something out there definitely working. Well, you know, I think it's a lot of it because we learn it. You know, when you start to learn things and then you start to talk to people, that's why I was saying you learn that quick. You learn quick that some people just don't want to know. Kind of like what you were saying. You know, you're wasting your time trying to yeah. convince people of certain things when they've committed to certain aspects of life that are not good for us, but that's what they've committed to. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And and so we all kind of learn that, you know? So I think that's why it all comes together. With what you were saying, you know, it's like, you know, forget kind of convincing or trying to convince people. Pay, you know, pay mine and more or less focus on the ones that are already with you, the ones that yes. already see eye to eye with you, the ones that you're on the same similar path with, you know. We may take different, you know, journey, you know, ways to get there, but the ones you're on the same path for the one, mainly focus and speak to them because other people will listen anyway. And whether they want to take that on or not, it's up to them. But put your power, you know, put your focus and energy more into the ones that's more or less on the same life path as you are. So, yeah. Yeah, the thing about it, I really like about that because when I hear that song, it's kind of like, if I could take that song and like go back, you know, listen to that when I was like a lot younger, it would have been like, some like music because I, if I could do music like 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 you like you brothers can, can do and stuff like that that would have been the song I produced because it's kind of like I think we get a, a, caught up in this 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 ma- I call it like I got the term from Paulo Fieri's Pedagogy of the Oppressed Massification mm-hmm. and, and what he meant by that is I think if I'm recalling it correctly is that like we feel like in order to get stuff done we have to have this so-called abstraction called the masses mm-hmm. right but it's really not like that you know what I'm saying how does a you know a family start I mean it's not even necessarily by blood but blood in the sense that we're on the same life path like you said companions trying mm-hmm. to do the same thing why am I going to waste my time convincing you that we need, let's say, for example, uh, 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 a dam or something mm-hmm. like that, when I can just find people who understand that and we go build it together? Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's, it's, and I don't think you even, like, like you said, it's like, we, I promote, well, I definitely promote reading and reading and reading. People say, I don't read because mm-hmm. it's the quickest way to get information and, mm-hmm. and, and to understand stuff. The quickest way I can learn about the African experience in London is to get a book because I can't afford to go there and live 30 years. Yeah, yeah. I, you know yeah, what I'm okay. saying? But, yeah, at the, yeah. but at the same time, that doesn't mean because you have not read a book doesn't mean mm-hmm. you don't have anything of value. That's when people start to exactly. do book worship exactly. and they try to throw exactly. their little knowledge around like, well, you don't know this. And all they do is end up quoting shit like they sound like a damn bibliography mm-hmm. when certain men will lit that thing and then they can personify it into rhymes. That's that. Yeah. That's the same. That's all writing is too. It's like why? It's like why not combine what you know, whether it be through experience or whatever, with whatever's in that book. Do you know what I'm saying? Other than just keep going, 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 going. Exactly. On. It's like religion. It's like religion. They like you know. Fair enough. There's a lot. Of, I believe there's a lot of goodness in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran. But if we're just gonna solely just go off that and not like life experiences or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not balanced, you know, it's not really balancing out, is it? Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it's dogma. <laughs> it's like you just you you just hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. When we first got that R U One Fam album, we saw the Africanism because we saw the uh the, the compilation video Global Faction did when y'all was doing like the ancestor skits and all the different tracks. It's like mm-hmm. you just said, you probably mm-hmm. ain't even conscious of the fact because it's kind of like when you hit these weights. Cause I got I had to give them a rotator cuff bicep. Uh, and my tricep reattached but I go back hit the waist I hit 235 250 like it ain't nothing because I've been doing it for yeah. so long right mm-hmm. and I say yeah. that to say this your first words out your mouth was balance what's balance my mm-hmm. you just know that because you know yeah. it you yeah. want to know why you know it because you live it in practice it's theory yeah. in practice Put you got to have yeah. the balance when these fools come out here and all they know is a book they tell mm-hmm. they can tell me how to pump some weights and stuff but I'm going to say boy get, get on the bench hit them weights baby I want to see you sweat I want to see some tension, but if you and can't... Different, and different things work for different people. You know? exactly. exactly right. Not everything's going to work for everyone the same the same way, you know? So That yeah. is so true. It's, it, that's the thing. There's not a one-size-fits-all. And I, I, obviously, I like working out because I can do a lot of references. Yes. But I've been doing this since I was 18, you know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. like you just said, somebody would tell me, oh, you need to do this and do this. I do that. I say, man, my body, I don't, I don't do too good on that. You know what I'm saying? Some people say you need to eat this and do that. I don't do too good on that. Reach, huh? We're trying to reach an objective, but everybody going to get there different. But here's the thing. I remember people used to come to me, oh, I want to get in the gym. I want to get in the gym. My whole thing is this. Don't convince people. And if mm. you want people to do something, be that example. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like- And don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. That's why I like- <laughs> Because people become jerks when they know certain things. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just like just like when people get that body they always wanted, you know what I'm saying? It's like there's someone else now, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> think some of them be humble and whatnot, but no, they're like arrogant and you know. 
<laughs> but no, I, but I have to talk. I, I was just want to say the out there track. I really feel that because, like you said, you feeling. I like the, uh, uh, the. It's a real. You, it's a track you experience because the, the sound. I hear the reverb, and you talking about I've been betrayed before, and we all been betrayed. I heard people say I've been betrayed, so I don't want to try no more. No, that's what's that's a part of life. You know, it's how you get up and you got to still keep on doing the thing because. The only people who don't get betrayed or don't do any experiences, any failure, is people who don't try. Mm-hmm. You know what That's I'm saying? Like, like being, being, being betrayed should really just teach you, you know, who to trust and what to put your trust in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who to put your trust in and who not to put your trust in, you know? Mm-hmm. So you just go, don't get disappointed or betrayed or hurt in, in any way. Yeah, they promote that attitude, though, because I've heard, so, you know, you hear certain songs, oh, well, they did me wrong, so F the world and all this other craziness. <laughs> exactly. Like the world's to blame. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know? and, it go, and it goes back to <laughs> what we were saying in the, in, the, in the question, in the sense that, like, companions, you know what I'm saying? But you know what it is, uh, Mercury, what it is, is it's certain men and certain women Dude, you don't understand. I've been man. I play, that, play that song a lot. I be waking up because he got that chopped and screw shit. Dude, that video, that video you flung up on Instagram. I was with my bridge and yeah. I showed them, and we were just cracking up, you know, busting that joke and vibe to it. Love, love, love. Yeah, man, but so, but certain man, that you know what they do, like uh, uh, what, what did you what you say, Zara? You was talking about like people be uh hating and stuff. Oh yeah, because oh no, I know because people. Want are really doing stuff not because they want to develop, mm-hmm. they want to get the attention of other people. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. they doing it for uh, rotten reasons in the first yeah. place. They don't have true true intentions. Yeah, it? exactly. Mm-hmm. They, they, as we say, I don't know if they still say they they bopping on the third. <laughs> we used to say that. I don't know. The I third, don't think they say that. No I don't more. know if they say that no more. We used to say that bop the, the third leg. I think y'all everybody knows what that means. Universe. That's why we say they bopping on the third. You know. Certain man get hyper, certain man I roll Certain man won't pet to snap your neck for your phone Certain man are easy, certain man are hard Certain man smoke and pump wigs in the yard Certain man are grimy, certain man are neat Certain man are quiet but violent, they don't speak Certain man are strong, certain man are weak Certain man ain't ready for the fire that I heat, you see Certain man are wise, certain man are dumb Certain man are out for broke that come from the slums Certain man revolutionize, certain man despise Certain man can't stand to see pain, they cover eyes Certain man are fast, certain man are slow Certain man like platinum, certain man like gold Certain man like hip-hop and some like rock and roll Certain man ain't ready to know what they need to know when yo Listen to learners, maybe they're burners I'm barely scratching the surface, James ain't broken, but still the workers I said listen to learners, maybe they're burners I'm barely scratching the surface, James ain't broken, but still the workers Okay. Yeah, certain man are straight, certain man are bent Certain man ran from beef, certain man went Certain man are honest, certain man are sly Certain man chuck it straight, boom, bye, bye Certain man are focused, some minds run astray Just think of me as Evel Smith, I walk this way Certain man are baffled, certain man are crude Certain man act 24, certain man act 2 Certain man sell the soul for a deal and some loot Certain man don't really ask questions, they just shoot Certain man are sober, certain man are high Certain man get aggy, certain man get blind Certain man catch the bus, some got the ride Certain man like the floss, some try and hide Certain one like the boss, some think they're Mike And I feel like they're because I'm doing fine So listen to learners, maybe they're burners I'm barely scratching the surface, chains ain't broken But still the workers, yeah I said listen to learners Maybe they're burners I'm barely scratching the surface Chains ain't broken, but still the workers Yeah 
moving fast like a fox on speed It's my time now, I'm leading the league If you want one team, better get free I can't afford the flooring, I make a statue move And my hands so strong when I slap you move I take you back to school, like I caught you bunking all the rules Well, since we're talking about certain man And we're talking about out there and pieces Pieces, woo! Yeah, we heard that one, that's a good one um, Those are going to be on the new album you said, correct? Okay so can you talk about the new album? I mean, we one thing we've noticed that it, a lot of it, I don't know if this was intentional, it seems to have a very, like, be influenced by screw music because a lot of the production Maybe we're just seems like it, we could be projecting. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, I've always, uh, I mean, I get back to that, but let me um, continue on about the screwed stuff. I've always been into, uh, you know, like... Um, I wouldn't say, do, do, do you guys know about the jungle scene over here? Uh-huh, yeah, I've heard it. It's like um, jungle, garage bass, um, bass. Um, similar to that, though, I mean, on the next tip, um, Timberland. I was always, always, always into Timberland beats. And since we do the grand thing over here, the tempo tempo's so much similar, much, mm-hmm. much similar. Mm-hmm. Also, the way... I'm, I'm, I'm heavily fully into music, anyway, as you may know, but the way also that the um, R&B and kind of hip-hop thing kind of merge and like nowadays r&b more or less sounds like you know trappy kind of hip-hop in a mad way right but um yeah. another another guy that kind of influenced me i would say obviously dj screw and you know your, your ugks and whatnot but um i liked how the dream came out with some of his early production and was really messing with the scratch you guys know about the dream yeah, 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 he was really like messing with that, you know, screwed stuff, really tough and everything. He's like from Atlanta, whatnot. So I was kind of always into that kind of sounding tempo. So even from there, I would be picking beats that sounded like that and just right into it, doing my thing on it and whatnot. I, I got a couple friends, uh, producers. They're heavy. They heavily make that kind of sound, like a mix with that and like the grime, dubstepy sound. So it's mad experimental. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. So leading up to the pieces now. Um, I also been vibing one night. I was just listening to tunes or whatnot. I was in the YouTube, skipping through a couple of instrumentals. I came across that one. I'm got the name of the producer, but I'm, I'm, I'll definitely get it up. But I came across that rhythm there, and you know, slow, not much going in there. I like, I, I prefer my minimal, my minimal, minimal kind of stuff. So definitely, that piece is one. Was uh, I wouldn't say spare the moment, but the beat got me in a way, and where I was mentally, it definitely brought you know brought that out of me at that time so that definitely yeah that's on it there's a few a few other tracks similar to it that's on it i wrote i wrote out there last year certain man is like seven years old i wrote that i just never telling you like most of the most of the stuff in this project a good half of the stuff in this project is a good like six, seven years old. But it's just stuff I'm, I was working on, stuff that was just sitting there. A few of the bits and bobs weren't finished or whatnot, so they had to get brushed up. And a lot of the songs never made. I, I put I put together about four four mixtapes, like playlists, not out or released, but just like lined up or whatnot. And just over time, you know, I either weren't feeling some of the tunes or they weren't ready or it just weren't the right one for the, for the project. But um. Yeah, it's been a long time coming still. It's just kind of rounding it all up and just getting it getting it out there. So um a lot of a lot of new stuff on there too. I'm just I'm just excited for people to hear it. I just wanna wanna know what the feedback is because yeah, man, it's it's been a long time coming still. Yeah, man, I I really like yeah, the the sound is and the vibe, your flow, man, is like <laughs> that's certain. It's, it's it's a mixture of stuff too. Like um I've I always liked, you know, those I'd say classic, for my time anyway, those classic mixtapes, you're like, you know, your big mics, your DJ clues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's MD. our time. To, yeah, we, so, we pretty much, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a mixture. I kind of wanted to ha- wanted it to have that kind of sound. Like, no no host on it. I might have a host on it, but I'm not too sure about that. But just in terms of the tracks, like, there's a the few original tracks and a few tracks from, like, just other random artists. And, you know, there's a, there's a few songs on there, but also there's, like, a, a lot of bars on there. Like, a lot, you know, a lot of tracks you might just get, like, a a long 32 do you know what I'm saying or yeah. 60 something so it's a mixture of stuff too and there's three tracks on there too and I'm not going to say that's going to be on my EP and the upcoming album but I just I'm just patterning it together my, I, I always had a question because like when I used to like listen to like like DJ Clue shit you know you're yelling 
DJ Clue used to get on my damn nerves. I used to be like a running joke with me and my boys. We used to be like, motherfucking shut up. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, but I was just curious because you're into, you know, you know more of the, the hip hop and I'm just, you know, you know, listening and I just want to ask, do people, why do people usually get hosts to uh, uh, albums? Is it to, for more promotion or why do you, would people have uh, DJ Clue yeah. yelling? I'd say that too, you know, obviously, uh, especially if the DJ is doing things and he's a big name and he's up there, it definitely gives you a, uh-huh. a much more of a look and people are definitely going to want to check in or, or look it up. And just it just depends on the overall sound you want to go for. Do you know what I'm saying? Some some projects kind of need like a host on it because it's just dead. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it needs a little a mixture in there, like maybe some skits or something, do you know what I'm saying? So, and even another, another uh, good um, way to do it was like getting another artist to host it. So it don't necessarily have to be a DJ, do you know what I'm saying? Like another artist can host it or whatnot. So mm-hmm. it depends on the overall um, sound or, or uh, a vision you want to kind of go for, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I'm not sure. I was thinking that. I don't know. I'm not too sure. We'll see how, see how that goes. Because that, that can, trust me, that, that can make it sound so much different. Like that little, you know what I'm saying? It can make the whole thing sound so much different in a good or bad way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny you say that. It's because, like, once it's kind of funny because, like, you know, I I encourage we from what y'all, what you brothers do, because this is conscientization 101 and in the, in the, in the impetus behind the whole web magazine is. Theory and practice. You know, mm-hmm. Western society has like made everybody mindless consumers, mm-hmm. but we don't look at production. Right. When you go back, to, when you think about like, let's take let's take African people, our people. Like I always like to do, right? They have put inside of us a consumer spirit, mm-hmm. and so much so that like I remember I, read, I was reading Hockey Mighty Booty, and he gave the example when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. His mom gave him a already built uh, airplane, and he ran. He played with it for about a minute, and then threw it away. Kind of like Christmas presents. Get your presents, play with five minutes, get away. He mm. said when he went to go clean houses or the rich white folks with his moms, he saw that the little kid had a plane that he put together and he <laughs> produced. And so basically that takes dexterity and teach you not to be just a consumer and have ready-made things. So you say, hey, there's a plane. I got to put it together. I got to see how this works and all that, this, that, and the other. And that's why we, f- we focus on people. We want to spotlight people who you know, put stuff together themselves with thought behind it. Because a lot of people, I remember when I used to hear people like like, like judge hip-hop, right? They'd be like, oh, that sound don't sound nothing. And I'd be like, well, do you know how to like roll the bass end off and stuff like that? Do you know like when you get a microphone and you do, you hear that nice sound, you got to like roll off the, the, the uh, do a high cut filter and all this other stuff. That's production. And you see in our people, we, we think that, I talked to a Asked somebody in my family the other day and was like, well, I'm not really worried about stuff because white folks will always fix things. They are so mm-hmm. smart. And, you know, we just got to figure out what we need to do so that they don't want to give us stuff. This is a college-educated person, got a master's degree. This is the mentality of people who don't produce. And I'm not saying it just affects African people. But I'm mm. saying in terms of my people, that's, you know, one of my general concerns because we look at like, ooh, the IMF going to help us this time with this loan. Ooh, this, that, and the other. But that's why I ask certain questions about the host because I'm just really curious on how things work and the aspects of it because we're going to have to learn how to run a nation. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to learn how to learn our, run our affairs. Sorry, sorry to cut off, but even to add to the producing, it's like there's producers of producers now. Basically, which I Damn. mean is like, you get your, you know, you know, your, your, um, your, your Quincy Joneses or whatnot. Yeah, he's a producer, he plays instruments, but he produces in terms of he bringing musicians and whatnot. And yeah, you play that. I want this. I, you know, Dr. J does it too. Uh, Kanye West, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, oh, there's yeah. producers. There's also producers of producers. And Damn. back to what you're saying about producing stuff too. I, I keep saying, listen, imagine, you know, what life would be like or how things would be if. We all knew, like community-wise and globally, we all knew someone that needed something you wanted, whether it was you wanted yes. a shoe fix, you wanted clothes, you wanted someone to get you on a boat to drive. So, like, if we all had, and we once did, that's that's why they, you know, they, they snatched us up and got us to build or or this shit. But that's imagine right. we had just had, you know, tailors, you know, mm-hmm. cooks, mm-hmm. guys that fly planes, you know, boats, uh, medics, nurses, doctors. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, mathematicians, you know, scientists, all that we need. And and we and, and and everyone's doing these things, you know, musicians, everyone plays their part. Yes, everyone's doing yes, these things. Yes. Just a centralization of 
you know, all of that. And I mean, yeah, that could definitely, I mean, that would definitely be impactful and to our betterment, definitely. Do you see what I'm doing over yes. here? You see this big smile on my face? Because he said exactly what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. Because you're basically talking about nationalism. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're talking yep. about taking these skills, because right now we do have all these skills, but they're all disparate, like we're in the diaspora, right? We have to, mm-hmm. un- let you say, unify and build as a people. Unify and grow as a people. My bad. I, I don't want to misquote you now. But unify <laughs> yeah. and grow as a people. And, and we have yeah. these skills, but it, we have to have that epistemological curiosity to, to say, you know what? I like to build this. Mm-hmm. I like to build certain man team. You know and we have to want to use it for ourselves. Not be afraid to reach out to people too for certain mm-hmm. things. It's, you know, exactly. That's one, of, that's one of my, um, I want to say problems or big issues, but that's one of my things. It's kind of like reaching out to people. Not that I'm scared to our feel the way it's you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, you know, you, you, sometimes you may not even be 100% sure in what you really want from that person, but you know that you want to do something and they could help you in a way. So it's definitely reaching out more. Right? And, uh, that's, that's a very big uh, first step, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bruh. Bruh, I'm telling you, we we care for because I have that same. Pro- you you can tell, you can ask her. I'm, I I do it. I, I stay up all night. I was shit. I, I don't want to do. Why don't you just? Yeah. Why don't you just ask for directions? I don't want to ask for directions. I can figure it. I, it's like you said. It's, That's one of my. It's like I'm one of those people where I don't ask for help until like desperately need it, and it's not good. Like it's not you know, exactly it's not good. You know what I'm saying? Why would you let yourself get to the point where you know? But yeah, I guess you know pride. Whatever you want yeah, to call it. it. No, it is that because you know what it is, man. Because it's kind of. Like, I mean, I can speak from my experience. It's just like, you know. You just don't, you feel like you, like when we, you know, we had our beginning before we start recording, it's kind of like, you know, you got your things, everybody going through, and you just don't want to like. So you try to do the most for yourself. And yeah, then you don't want to burden anyone else, and you don't want to, you know, you don't want anyone else to feel your kind of, even though they're feeling their own pain or struggle, you don't want, you don't want to put that on anyone else in a way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. like, it was funny, something happened to me, and you know, somebody was like, why didn't you tell me that this was going down? And it was just like, man, I... I handle that like, you know, I don't really, you know, I do my thing. I don't I don't be crying. I don't been through, I don't, I ain't, but like you said, that ain't good. I'm telling you that <laughs> no, shit. No, it's not. Because you let that shit be, oh my, yes, man, yes. Okay, okay, sorry. This was good. This is good. Go a little bit deep there, innit? <laughs> All right. This is where we got to leave it for now, but not to fret, not to fret. If you want to finish listening to this interview with our brother Mercury Dahoudi, the moon child of RU1 fam in its entirety, all you have to do is go to our store at shop.conscientization101.com. That is shop.conscientization101.com. There you will have access not only to this particular interview, but to all of C101's unabridged interviews, musical commentaries, and merchandise. The musical commentaries, you'd love them because we'd be breaking down analysis to beats we produced. And most importantly, if you go to the store and you support us, you will be supporting 100% independent media. Okay. Support us. You haven't heard the half of what we talked about with our brother Mercury. So why don't you just go to the store and finish listening to it, okay? God damn. Anyway, this episode has featured sounds from, and I have to say, in the order that the songs were played, okay? Mercury. Pieces, and I put in my little chopped and screwed version. You know what I'm talking about. Know what I'm saying. All right. No name beats of Are You One Fam? And that's the song you're listening to right now. And the track is called No Fucking Love. Oh, yes, I like that title. And Logic and Are You One Fam's We Are One album. The tracks were From the Corner. And levels high. Kill the devil. Yes, we will. It's not called yes, we will. That's what I say with the dude to the devil. All right. Goddamn. All right. And Mercury out there. And Certain Man. Those are two separate tracks. Mercury out there. 
and his other track, Serve Man. Okay? We wanted to thank Mercury for taking his time and showing his tenacity, showing up in the cold. Damn! You know Africa's gonna be all right when they, we got Africans showing up in that cold-ass British weather with that stinky cold shit. Woo! Thank you, Brother Mercury. And for more on Mercury, go to our site. But also, we want you to check out his YouTube channel at Mercury TV. Check out his Twitter at This Is Mercury. Check him out on Instagram at Mercury Dehudi Moonchild. And you spell Dehudi D J E H U T I. And also go to his SoundCloud at Mercury. 86 and as always we have links of all the music we featured in this episode in the show notes and we also have mercury's social media links in the show notes all right don't forget to check us out on twitter at conscien one that's c-o-n-s-c-i-e-n one on facebook at Conscientization 101 and Instagram at C101 Editors. Also, go to the site Conscientization101.com or C101Magazine.com and sign up to our mailing list where you will always be up to date on what we are putting down so you can pick it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I just say that? Yes. All right. We want to thank again Mercury for doing the show with us. We going to see you in London City, brother, when we get over there. And to the listening audience, thank you for your support. See you next time. We are, we are out. out.